This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 263. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, when we hit a financial rough patch, it's easy to cut back on non-essential expenses like cable channels or dining out or going to the movies every week, stuff like that. But sometimes that's not enough and budgeting enough for basic food expenses can become a challenge, particularly when you're trying to eat a healthier plant-based lifestyle. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we'll take a look at some easy and creative ways to stretch a dollar on a small food budget. But before we get into that, we have a new rating. We do. This is from Jennifer. Jennifer. What up, Jennifer? In from Canada. Canada. Says, my new favorite podcast. I like that. As a foodie, veg zen lover, and mom, Larissa and Vicky bring humor and usable information to their weekly podcasts. Shorter episodes packed full of information give me my weekly blast of food, information, and facts. Thank you for making every episode Awesome. Jen from Ontario. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you, Jen. We really appreciate you heading out to iTunes and leaving us a rating because every new rating helps to bump us up in the search engine of iTunes and more people find us. So That's thank right. you very much. Okay, this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is brought to you by our Golden Apple Roundtable. These are the fine folks that help to keep the lights on here at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with a monetary support at Patreon.com. Now, if you're not familiar with Patreon, essentially it is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. In this case, it is podcasters. Now, many that people, would be us. That would be in us. In case you're wondering, <laughs> I wasn't clear on that. I yeah. think uh, many people don't realize that there are costs that are associated with putting together a podcast, and we've been doing this. Every week for five years. Can you believe that? I know. <laughs> so we do incur costs for media hosting, website hosting, equipment and such. So we really appreciate the show support that these folks give us because we are able to put that directly back into the show. Now, if you head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see a video that Larissa and I have produced where we talk about the mission of Vegetarian Zen. And on the right-hand side of the page, you will see various support levels, anywhere from a dollar all the way up to $50 a month. And some of those levels provide you an opportunity to get some Vegetarian Zen swag. <laughs> it cracks me up when you say swag. I don't know why. <laughs> Merch? I don't know why. Merch? Merch? Swag? <laughs> whatever. It's just, I just think it's funny. <laughs> so we're talking about stickers or car magnets. T-shirts. T-shirts. Grocery bags. Grocery bags. That kind of thing. So... Um, uh, again, that that is at certain levels. So if you are interested in becoming a member of the Golden Apple Roundtable, again, head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen. Now, if you are not interested in providing at a monthly level, we also created a button on our website at vegetarianzen.com where you can buy us a juice. That is a button that will allow you to provide us with a one-time monetary support. Mm-hmm. So again, that's at vegetarianzen.com. And I think that's right on the right-hand side of the page. It's right, in the right sidebar. Yeah. Okay, cool. This episode is also brought to you by our eBay store, Old San Antonio Trading Post. What's it, What's that address, Arisa? It is 
stores.ebay.com forward slash old San Antonio trading post. I had to think about that. <laughs> they don't make it easy, right? No. No. We will have a link in the show notes. Larissa and I uh, are, we like to say we're vintage item alchemists. We, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of tied into our whole uh, sustainability lifestyle where we like to recycle things. And, you know, a lot of things that we find at our uh, estate sales, we probably go to five or six estate sales mm-hmm. every weekend. And we find things like vintage clothing, vinyl, bags, kitchen, toys, games, housewares, all sorts of stuff like that. And some of the brands include Pyrex, Indiana Glass, Disney, Parker Brothers, really cool stuff that we find. As a matter of fact, we just opened a, uh, we just started renting a booth out at an antique store just a little bit north of San Antonio uh, that uh, we've started stocking some of that stuff in there too because we have a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we are branching out. We're on Etsy. We're on Mercari. We're on eBay. And it's so much fun. It we really just love is. doing it. So, so if you, that's another way you can support the show. So if you're interested, we will have a link in the show notes why that address is so complicated i have no idea i know (laughs) all right are we ready to get into the main topic absolutely okay so peas and carrots what up guys (laughs) high fives high fives high fives (laughs) i always pause because i know you're gonna do it but in this case you had just vicky had just leaned back in her chair she's done that to me when i've had water in my mouth before too i'm like oh so she just leaned back in her chair, so I had to pause so she could lean forward again. Uh, so Peas and Carrots member Brooke Dossett posted, Hello, my food budget for the next couple weeks is basically non-existent. What are some of your favorite cheap recipes? And I got to tell you, so we've had lots of... Lots of posts in uh, the Peas and Carrots get really good responses from the group. But this one has got to be one of the most engaged, engaging posts so far. I can see that because who's not interested? Even if Mm -hmm. you're not hitting a little rough patch or whatever, who's not interested in stretching your dollar, right? We're all trying to find ways to stretch our dollars. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know... I thought just based on all of the excellent responses that other group members gave, you know, I just thought this would be a really good episode to, to kind of do it. Now we've done a couple of similar ones before. So we did back way back at episode 70, we did uh, eating healthy on a budget. And then episode 102, we did uh, how to save money when following a plant-based diet. But both of those were before the peas and carrots. And so I thought it would be a really good idea to kind of incorporate all of their suggestions now too. It's before the peas and carrots. And some of these episodes are, or these topics I should say are really good to revisit because we've learned a oh, lot. Definitely. Right? There are several that in have five years up that people have asked for. They say, have you guys done an episode on this, that? And we might say, Oh, that was episode mm-hmm. five. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that is, uh, what we've learned between then and now is mm-hmm. incredible. So, I mean, definitely worth revisiting again. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, budgeting is, is something that most people, single and families, just have to do. Unless you're mega rich and, you know, but I mean, still, I think I'd have a budget even then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't imagine not having one. So, but, you know, if your finances are tight, it can really seem like a challenge to afford healthy foods. And that's because a lot of people will say, well, you know, we eat 
McDonald's or we eat, you know, um, fast food because it's cheap or Taco Bell because it's cheap. Or processed boxed groceries. Exactly. And it's cheaper. You know, you can get a box of macaroni and cheese and it's cheaper, you know, and I can feed four people on that. I mean, so it's really not, but it's really not as hard as a lot of people think it is. Nor is it necessarily as cheap as you might think it is to when you think about the ability to even just making rice, you can mm-hmm. bulk cook some of that stuff mm-hmm. and it can stretch for a while oh, right? versus definitely. versus a box. And I'm just throwing out like hamburger helper, mm-hmm. you know, that right. it, if you have a family of four, pretty much that's good. Once it's right. gone, it's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And then, you know, a lot of the expense of if you are trying to eat, uh, organic or non-gmo or you know anything like that a lot of the expense of doing that comes from purchasing the processed foods that are organic right Mm -hmm. um so things like again within the macaroni and cheese organic macaroni and cheese is more expensive than just the regular generic store brand macaroni and cheese it just is yeah you know one thing i was going to add to that a lot of people don't think about it, and I know sometimes it's hard to see this big picture, but it wasn't until we became vegetarians uh, that I realized how eating healthier, and of course, when we started, we didn't, we still, we were still eating a lot of processed junk food at the very beginning, but as we started eating healthier, I get sick less and less. Mm-hmm. So that the cost, my point was, is the cost of sick, being mm-hmm. sick, mm-hmm. being out the medicines, all that stuff. I know that's really big picture, but that's a fact. I mean, that just, right. that's something that that's you a part of your expenses too. That's right. So right. that $3 box, you know, process thing might be a real short term win mm-hmm. in the sense, and I air bunnies, <laughs> air quotes, <laughs> uh, but it, in the long run, right. you're not feeding your body well. Right. Exactly. All right. So, Let's talk about then how we can significantly reduce food expenses and still have good quality uh, foods. So you know, all right, sir. All right, sir. So, <laughs> so even and and you had kind of touched on this a little bit. Even pantry staples that you buy, like grains, beans, uh, things like that. If you buy them organic, they're going to be more expensive. All right, that's just. That's just a fact, Mm -hmm. but it's easy to stretch them. And you mentioned this too. It's easy to stretch them, make them last longer. So make a bag of rice instead of you're just eating rice. I mean, you're, you're combining that. If you combine it with fresh whole foods, you can stretch that rice a lot further. That can be a dinner and a lunch, right? you know, or maybe lunch for a couple of days. Right, exactly. So uh, for example, now Felicia Zimmerman in the Peas and Carrots said this. She said that lentils, oats, beans, and rice are dirt cheap if you you don't uh, have a stock built up. So it's always good to keep those in the pantry because they last for a long time. You know, if you keep them cool and, and they won't get buggy, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, uh, but so they last for a long time, but, and even quinoa, it's really not that expensive. And then she also mentioned, and this is true in it's summer in the Northern hemisphere right now. So zucchini and tomatoes are, uh, you can get those at a good price. 
That's right. And that's, especially if you do farmer's markets. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point is to think about seasonal recipes that, right. where you can get certain things cheaper. Right. And there are a lot of things you can do with zucchini and with tomatoes. So those that's, that's a really good point. You can also um, mix and match your staples and your fresh veggies so you don't get bored. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another thing that you hear people saying sometimes as well. You know, all I, all I can afford is rice or all I can afford is ramen. So I am so sick of ramen. Well, no, it doesn't have to be that way. There are lots of different ways you can combine different foods. Yeah. And when you have these staples, a lot of these are really hard to just to really mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about quinoa or rice and then you're talking about produce like uh, squash or and broccoli, I mean, it's yeah. really hard to, to, to mess that up mm-hmm. and you can mix them. Like you said, you can use your imagination, yeah. use them in different ways. And it's also kind of hard to find stuff that just really, really, really doesn't go together. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, any, just about any vegetable you can put with rice. Um, now, of course, I'm probably going to get comments saying, have you ever tried <laughs> with rice? It stinks, but you know, so we'll see. But um, overall, and then you, I think you had also mentioned bulk cooking, didn't you? Did you? I did. Bulk? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a good thing as well for saving money because you can cook in large quantities. Uh, so affordable things like soups, and we'll we'll talk about some of these when we get to suggestions from our peas and carrots members. Um, soups, stews, casseroles, you can cook these in large quantities and then portion them out and freeze them in an individual portions. Yeah, you don't have to do any combining either coming out of the gate. I mean, some of these just make quinoa, just mm-hmm. make... Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just make those so that way you can again be a little more creative mm-hmm. with well, how you spice it. Yeah, right. you know, leaving it as plain. My point is leaving it as plain as possible when you're yeah. batch cooking, so that way you can spice it up, throw some some different uh, definitely sauce or something in there. Yeah, right. And then you know the the thing about doing the bulk cooking and freezing as well is that you can buy things when they're less expensive, and then bulk cook them. And then freeze them and then you'll have them. Mm -hmm. So when those, if it's produce, if it's fresh produce and it's the summer and it's, you know, really super cheap, then you can buy, you can buy a lot of it. You can freeze it, blanch, freeze, whatever, cook it into dishes, freeze it. And then when you, it's not available, you'll still have that. Another important tip to stretching your, your food budget is meal planning and i know this is not the funnest thing in the world it's it can be challenging we struggle with we this. do struggle we with really it do. but uh it can really help you make the most uh stretch your dollar the most because and, and not throw things away mm-hmm. i think that's one of the most painful consequences of not when we don't do it mm-hmm. is having to throw really good vegetables away and you know mm-hmm. we do typically buy like zucchini organic things with thin skin we typically buy those organic uh and that hurts mm-hmm. <laughs> it really hurts to have to throw that away so yeah. definitely meal planning is important if you need something easy to help you i will give you this tip that helps me pinterest just go out to pinterest create a board that says my meals and just find meals that you want to try and just move them to your board and that can really help you so that way you're not feeling like you gotta uh, 
you know, be sifting through cookbooks or like things you have like to that. start from scratch yeah. every week. Yeah, and exactly. Find, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now we also we do have an episode again way back, uh, episode forty, uh, meal planning one hundred and one. So if you're kind of new to meal planning and you want to get some just information, basic information, guidance, check out that episode. And we'll have links to all these episodes, past episodes in the show notes for this one. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the peas and carrot suggestions. What up, guys? <laughs> they, they always provide such mm-hmm. great suggestions and help. So Ron, Ron Hoggard says... Bean soup is hard to beat, perhaps with some cornbread, rice, and some homemade chocolate dessert. Got to throw that chocolate dessert in there. (laughs) 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 All right. So Aaron uh, Medeiros, and I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, makes vegetarian crock pot taco soup. Now that sounds good. That sounds really good. It does. So, and she's got a recipe that she uses, um, but she's and she had a couple of notes. So if you already and this, you know, this is what I love about the group, too, is it's not just always, you know, post a a recipe and leave it. Um, a lot of our members will say, hey, look, I tried this recipe and post a picture of what they made and then also add notes about, you know, I substituted this for this or I added more water. Or I, uh, so that's another thing that I just love about our group. All right. But she, so here are a couple of her notes. She said, uh, if you already have the spices that are in the recipe, it costs about $6 to make this whole recipe and it makes about five servings over rice. Wow. Right. Right. That sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, she said she always adds vegetable stock uh, because otherwise it gets extremely thick. More, I guess, more like a stew, maybe. Because I'm a math whiz, I just figured out that's just a little over a dollar a serving. <laughs> you are a whiz. All right. Um, <laughs> your dad would be proud. He would be. Her dad's an engineer. All right. So... Uh, she said it's very easy and delicious. And she also said that you can definitely make it without a crock pot and just use a big pot and then put it on low heat. Very cool. Okay. Amanda uh, Baker said, I make a veggie soup in the Instapot. Canned veggies, tomato juice as the base, the lentils for protein. Total cost of around, I love that they put the total cost. I know, right? Of around $15, depending on what you add. But we'll feed lunch and dinner for a week and a half. Wow. Oh, and that's, what, that's a good example of something that you could make and then portion it out and freeze it. Kip. Kip, Kip. McCain, our hey, friend Kip. Kip. 15 bean soup. That sounds good. And he did have a link to that also. Uh, M- Michelle... Michelle Roger uh-huh. said zucchini is wicked cheap right now, so I make ratatouille. Ratatouille. So she she says uh, two zu- for for her ratatouille, two zucchini sliced into medallions and cooked in a can of chopped tomatoes, and then add garlic, and uh, then also any other cheap in season vegetables you can add to it. Very cool. Super basic. Shannon Buehler says, I love making sweet potato chili. I use canned beans and tomatoes and cook it with a sweet potato and sometimes bell pepper. Hmm. So I would do that, but just without the sweet potato, just with the potato. Oh, yeah, just regular potato. I don't like, I don't Neither one of us really for care for potato. it that much. Yeah. So now Whitney, uh, Melissa Wood says black bean or lentil soup. And again, she mentioned freezing. 
after she makes that. And that's again, any any type of soup like that with beans or tomatoes, they all freeze really well. Lasagna freezes really well too. Uh, used to do that a lot. And um, so freezing is definitely a good thing. Now you may need to in, invest in a <laughs> big freezer at some point, but uh, definitely worth it. Now, okay, so here's something I like. A couple different people uh, offered suggestions for what they do with instant ramen. So, you know, and you know how cheap those packages are, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we all, everyone who went to college. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was the staple. Right. And And they're really bad for you, by the way. Yeah. Well, the the packet. Exactly. And that's what... uh, that's Amy, that's Amy what's Stemmel, yeah. yeah, that's what's different about these suggestions is Amy Stemmel said, throw away the packet <laughs> and add frozen veggies and broth, top with sriracha. Nice. And you got just a real quick little soup. I love sriracha. Right? I even have a sriracha shirt. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Yvette uh, Martinez Vu says, I add tofu, bok choy, mushrooms, and seaweed to my ramen. And cool. it's tasty and cheap. And, you know, I... um. Those noodles are good. They are. And you can also buy those noodles without mm-hmm. the, just not in the the ramen packet with the seasoning. You can buy them plain. I've got, we've got like three packages downstairs right now. Yeah, it's the packet that has like MSG. It's and, the packet. Yeah. 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 Um, All that stuff. Yeah. But I, and I guess my point is though, if you live in a smaller town or a place, you may not, a place that doesn't have a store that has a, a good international food section, you may not be able to find just the, the ramen. So buy the packages, they're cheap. Okay. So uh, what about pasta? So Ron Hoggard says spaghetti cooked al dente and seasoned with a good olive oil, chopped Italian parsley, salt and pepper is an excellent entree. I like that because I don't like typically like spaghetti sauce mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, i just realized this yeah <laughs> yeah we used maybe to, my taste is changing i, I think don't know. so because you used to you used to like it yeah all right nicole williams said that she adds veggies and a bunch of lemon juice to pasta uh she said it's good i usually leave the pasta a little underdone so that would be al dente mm-hmm. drain most of the water and then add the lemon juice so the noodles soak up some of the lemon that sounds good uh, all right, Daniel uh, Grosek said that he recently did a big batch of lentil pasta sauce. Uh, he didn't add it up, but felt like almost a week of dinners for cheap using the pasta uh, and rice that he already had. Very cool. All right, rice and beans. Now, this is a classic mm-hmm. uh, awesome combination mm-hmm. for uh, being um, for eating on a budget. Right. Daniel Kapsch that says the old standby Spanish beans and rice. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Right. Andrea Capallo said that she makes rice, baked beans, and then adds uh, her favorite salsa. And, and then Cheryl Thornburg said my in a pinch meal is rice, black beans, and Rotel tomatoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Heat up and add a splash of organic apple vinegar, uh, cider vinegar. Mm. That sounds good. No, but just the mild. I can't do the spicy. <laughs> she, Vicky has to suffer with me putting mild, Everything's so mild things in it. And then she just adds like a ton of hot sauce. So, you <laughs> or, know, or uh, grilled Serrano peppers. Yeah. 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 You've done yourself some damage some, sometimes with those. But well, the bad thing, you keep you going know, back. I, yeah. And it starts to give me the hiccups now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, now a, a few other suggestions that kind of didn't fit into the categories that we talked about already. Amy Stemley 
or St- Stemmel or Stemley. I, I don't know which one it is, but Amy says uh, that she makes taco inspired sweet potatoes. So she bakes or microwaves a sweet potato, tops it with seasoned brown rice and black beans, and then adds salsa and uh, spinach or shredded lettuce. And I see, I, I would do again, I would do the same thing, but I would just use a regular potato and not a sweet potato. All right, let's talk about some breakfast. Okay. Barbara Lucente said, overnight oats will get you through breakfast all week. That's very true. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can kind of customize that. If you just make plain oatmeal, um, then you can't, if you make a big batch for a week, then you can put different, when you reheat it each day, you can put different things in it. Very true. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. And then Amy again said, uh, also really good for breakfast, if you are not sweet potatoed out, is a warm sweet potato covered in cinnamon. I'm getting that Amy really digs sweet potatoes. I think potatoes. Amy likes sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Debbie Gardner said, do you have a 99 cent only store near you? They sell fruits, veggies, and canned goods for, yes, 99 cents. <laughs> great for, great on a tight budget. That's a good point. All right. Well, hopefully this has provided you guys with some tips for stretching those dollars and uh, eating. I mean, these are healthy recipes. Mm -hmm. These are not uh, processed uh, hamburger helper type of Mm -hmm. things. (laughs) Sorry, I keep using that reference, but (laughs) it's the first thing that pops to mind or comes pops in my mind when I think about uh, cheap cheap. uh, And it ain't no spam. That's for sure. (laughs) That's another one. Remember that awful deviled ham yeah, stuff. spam uh, no there was this little thing it was like the underwood devil. oh yes <laughs> yeah. Ugh. armor nasty there's nasty one stuff. one armor brand too <laughs> <laughs> gross all right are we ready to get into the recipe of the week sure so now the recipe of the week is none other than the vegetarian crock pot taco soup that we talked about earlier awesome and there's also it's cool it's kind of cool uh there's a vegan option for for that as well and that's included in the recipe so we will post the link to that on the show notes for this episode which you can find at uh, vegetarianzen.com forward slash 263 Okay, so our resource of the week, we actually have a couple of YouTube channels to direct you to. Uh, the first one was recommended by Kim Greeley, the whole channel of Cheap Lazy Vegan. <laughs> I do like that YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Very cool. We'll have a link in the show notes. And then Kelly Mayer said, uh, the Happy Pear 5-Minute Meals. Mm-hmm. Those also have, there are also some ideas out there. And again, we will have a link to that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And that's, those are fun ones. I, I watched some of those. It's uh, two guys and they're, they just do these real quick um, dinner ideas. The happy or, pair? Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. yeah. The cheap lazy vegan. I really like, uh-huh. I like that too. Okay. So what's the question this week? Well, uh, we want to know your best suggestions for uh, budgeting your, um, how do you say, what, what am I trying to say for eating well on a budget. Yes. That's what, what I'm what trying to say. What tips can you share with others? Please head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 263. Is that what mm-hmm. this is? 263. Uh, and leave us a comment there in the show notes. And again, in the show notes, you were going to find links to everything we said we were going to have links to out there. Or you can head out to vegeta- uh, facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen and leave us a comment on the post that will accompany this podcast when it's released. Or... 
why not head out to the peas and carrots? What up, guys? <laughs> high fives, high fives, high fives. <laughs> At facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen, you will be hit up with a request to join where we will ask you three questions. Please answer all three questions. We're very protective of our group. We want to make sure we're not letting in spammers or people that just don't jive with the vibe there. <laughs> so <laughs> please answer all three questions She's and we so will hip. let you in. Uh, right now, we are almost, I think we we're about 2,700 people in that group, which is amazing. And the things that we read off to you are exactly the types of things you can expect to find in that group. Very helpful, very non judgmental. We call it a no bully zone. We do not tolerate any sort of bullying in there. So, whether you are a 20 year vegan or you're just starting on a plant based journey, we respect everyone. Absolutely. All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.